0: Today on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast, episode 14, we're talking about the power connection community and being an involved dad and a parent. That's what my guest next on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast. Welcome to the episode of No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast. Hey, my name is Joe Foley. I'm a dad and a parent. I'm an adult trying to get through this crazy world. So I want to say thank you for being here. I know that dad and parent are time limit, so you choose to spend time. It means a lot. This is a podcast about having a conversation about me and the dad and a parent. Or just being an adult. Topics ready being a dad and a parent. This will be a weekly podcast. I want to connect with you weekly. And have a sense of community. I want you as much as I talk to you, I'm hoping you reach back and talk to me. There'll be interviews topics of being a dad and a parent, a good parent, or just a parent. We're all going through the same issues. I am just like you. I love being a dad and a parent. And I know this dad's stuff and parents not easy. I am not an expert. I'm just a dad on a journey trying to take one day at a time in this crazy world. On today's podcast, my guest is Julian Codwell, founder of GetConnectedDad.com. We talk about what he's doing over there at ConnectedDad.com and connecting other dads and parents. We also, his journey as a father and how much of a role model his dad was to him. Julian brings insightful information about being a father. So let's jump right in. On today's podcast, I have an interview with Julian Codwell. He's the founder of Get Connect Dad, a blog where Dads Connect, and talk about different things about being a dad and traits, if you have 52 traits. Is a series of uh, blogs about dads writing about different things in story about fatherhood. Thank you, Julian, for being on the podcast today. Hey, John, um It's an honor. I appreciate
1: the time. And I know the work it takes to get a podcast out and up, and I really appreciate you sharing this time with me.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate it. And, and thank you, like I said before we started recording, thank you for being patient. It's um, a lot of things, technical difficulty, and it's always fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is um, – I'd like to start off. What is one of your things you remembered doing with your dad when you were growing up? Something, something special that you and your dad shared? Yeah, so I was, um, I was the oldest
1: of four kids. And uh, my uh, childhood was one, probably much like many, many uh, uh, men, that you know, we didn't have a ton of money. We lived paycheck to paycheck. And the one thing I remember is my father, well, I'll give you two stories that kind of uh, resonate well with me, is... Um, my father would always take us riding a bicycle. Riding now, in today's world, that means like you, you you go out to a maybe a trail that's kind of separate from the the road, and you you know ride along a nice little path, and there's no real risk and danger. But my father in the in the you know in the early late '70s, early '80s, there was not there, weren't, there were there just they just didn't have that kind of facility. So we would literally drive on the on the street, you know, on the right hand side. And he would take us 15 and 20 miles on our bicycles um, when we were ages from, like, 6 until 10. So probably in today's world, he'd be arrested for child endangerment. Um, but for me, that, those, those adventures were just amazing. Uh, and it was, it was something I looked forward to, and uh, it gave me a, a sense of, like, um, adventure at a young age. Um, that's one thing. And the second thing that uh, kind of uh, another great memory... That kind of shaped me is that. So my father was a was a cross country runner in, in high school. Um, he was like number three in Southern California, which means that he could run he could run forever. Um, and, and he wanted us to all be runners, which um, entirely different story and for another podcast. But he would show up. He worked three o'clock to eleven o'clock every every uh, night, and then he would show up in the morning at recess at our school, and he would run. Every recess with all three of us kids at the time. Um, so he'd run three miles with my sister, three miles with my brother, and three miles with me. So he'd run ten, nine miles a day um, to, to keep us in shape and to run with us and spend time with us. And then he'd go home and shower, and then he'd go to work. And he did that many, many days. And, and So for me, it was that you know, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to show up, and he didn't have to spend that extra time uh, training us, for lack of a better word, but I just, I remember like, how can you do that? You're exhausted. And now as, you know, I'm a 48-year-old uh, father of two young adopted boys and an older daughter. But I cannot imagine running 10 miles a day uh, to, to keep my kids in shape. I, I can imagine driving 10 miles a day. Um, but the running thing seems to be something I don't know if I could ever get my hands around. Two stories. Sorry about that, Joe. A little longer than you probably expected. But.
0: No, no, no. You're doing fine. It's fine. It, I want to get more of your perspective on being a dad and, and, and your, your relationship with your father. because. And it, it kind of I would say molds us. Well, we are where we are fathers too, you know. It does, yeah. I'm, well, I'm sure. But what, it, sorry, but Fall, I guess that's a good segue into what. What is um? How did dad get to the yeah, gap? Sorry, get get connect dad, connected. get connect dad, come about. <laughs> I can't spit it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so it's 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 a two part story. I'll keep it short. Um. About 10 years ago, um, I went through a really, really difficult time. I lost custody of my oldest daughter. Um, I'd had joint custody for 11 years. And um, because I'm a man, I'm in the state of Nebraska at the time, um, 92% of the men lose custody of their children in any kind of custody battle in the state of Nebraska, Um, which meant that I could have saved myself $30,000 and just made a different deal because I ended up losing custody plus I lost you know $30,000 in the in the process plus my wife, whatever my ex wife's fund um, but for me I'm a very I'm a religious guy um, uh, I, the, the 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 literally the moment that I got the news that I was losing my daughter from she's moving away four and a half five hours away um, the word get connect dad came into my I mean it was something it was like it was plastered across my head not literally on my forehead but It came across it, and I told my daughter at the time, who was 13, I says, "At some point, Allie, I want to do something for fathers who help uh, that could help them become more connected to their kids." And uh, um, I I, I think I'm thinking, "Get Connected" is a really cool name. And that was that was about 10 years ago. And I I paid for so I like a good entrepreneur. I bought the uh, domain 10 years ago. And I've had that domain uh, every year it comes up and I paid I paid my 12 bucks to keep it going and I'm on, I'm on a trip away from home uh, about nine months ago uh, for GE and I'm on the airplane at 7 a.m on a Sunday morning which is very unusual for me to travel on the weekend because that time is pretty sacred for my family and um, I started writing, reading a book on I was reading a book on sales enablement which is you know I, when I when you run large sales teams you're trying to figure out how best to get the customer to move with you at the same time. And, and I, and I thought, I thought literally a a voice in my head said, Julian, you're going to read another book on something that you've done for 20 years. What would happen if you spent half of that time focusing on your family and then subsequently the families of other um, men and women. um, And it's time for you to do something. And it was nine months ago. I I, kind of sat down on the plane. I put my book away I uh, wrote out a long uh, kind of dissertation uh, about what I wanted it to do and why I wanted to do this. And um, three days later, a, a lady from uh, Parent Vox emailed me and says, "I liked your post. Uh, would you like to write something for us?" And I said, "Absolutely." And that started it, Joe. It was that simple. It was um, it. It had a, a couple of great early uh, early people who encouraged me, and you were one of those guys. Um, I had a a father from uh, uh, Colorado Springs who uh, emailed me and says, I'd like to write with you. And I said, Paul, I love it. So he wrote an article. And then another father who's a construction worker from um, Pittsburgh, he says, I want to write something. I thought, well, this is pretty cool. Um, I've been keeping track of those 52 traits um, for uh, a long time. And it, it just became a natural kind of, I call it like the bumper, like the bowling Alley bumpers for podcasting, right? Kind of gives me a focus of what to focus on, mm-hmm. and it doesn't doesn't let me. It kind of keeps me from going off, uh, you know, off reservation and making, uh, you know, just making it. it, it I like it, to, it. It helps me remain focused.
0: How does um? How like building community? Because I noticed a lot of dads are contributing to your to so the the website now, and, and yeah, and how was that experience? And have they reached out to you and and you communicated with them? And
1: yeah. Great question. Um, so, so when I first started, I was, I, 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 I thought it would be, you know, I would write it, my mom would read it and said, that's very good. I'm proud of you, son. My wife would pat me on the the head and go, that's very cute. You keep on going, Julian. Um, and then, you know, 10 years from now or 15 years from now or 25, whenever I, I, I passed my young boys who are five and three now would look back and go, Oh, you know, this is really cool. I like what dad did. This is kind of a nice, um, legacy. And, um, uh, so, so interestingly enough, when I started, you know, when the the first couple of dads says I want to write, I was like, "Huh, this is kind of fun. This is this would be neat to kind of get other dads' perspective because I'm I certainly don't have it all figured out." Um, and it became uh, an ongoing conversation. So I will I still look. So every day, I mean, I had three people sign up today. Um, we're about 230 fathers and mothers, believe it or not, writing wow. for a, yeah, for a fatherhood site. Um, I just haven't updated the the the, um, the website because I was, I was doing it every time I got new fathers, but it was like 137. And then the next day it was 139. So, um, but we're, up you know, of for of 200, about 225 or 230. Um, now, um, we're at like 19 countries and, uh, it's been just a blast. It's, uh, I love, you know, I'm talking to a, a, a gentleman two nights ago. It was, uh, one o'clock in the morning. I'm finishing up editing, a, a, an article and he's from Cambodia and, uh, so I, I I said I looked at his uh, his Twitter feed, looked at his blog real quick and Says you need to write you need to write something for us. I would love our our parents to see a Cambodian a Cambodian perspective. And so he writes back and goes, you know I'm 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 working on my own. My family is 450 miles away from me. Oh, wow. uh, I'd love to be able to write about what I'm trying to do to still remain connected for him for them. So that's the closest that's the sort of stuff that just makes me go, holy cow, this is awesome.
0: How does um how do you how do you reach them through social media and what is your how do you go about that? So completely through social media, um, with the caveat that you know,
1: of course, I I spent the twenty bucks and got you know five hundred cards printed up, and I've uh, as I'm it, it always ends up. I don't know, maybe I'm, I've got just fatherhood on the mind, which is not a bad place to to be, but it ends up being a conversation, um, a part of most every conversation. Uh, with with men that I meet, so if I'm on an airplane, um, I've had fathers who's sitting next to me, and I'm working on something, and they ask, you know, what are you doing? Um, so I explain, and the next thing you know, they says, well, I like to write something, and it's it's I was I, I tease, uh, I've said the, it's like giving away money. It's like I'm asking you to tell me what you like about being a dad and what you want to do with your kids. It's not like I'm asking you to give me a hundred dollar bill, right? It's um, it's it's share with us share with the community what you've done well what you're learning about and what you you know, want to do better about i mean that's a kind of a nice it's an easy sale for lack of a better word no not, i'm not selling anything but it's just it's it's just easy to get people to do that so i reach out via social media a lot um i do a lot of phone calls um uh i do a lot of texting and i do a lot of messaging on facebook if i will i will respond to any father who reaches out um Personally, because for me, it's really about when I use the word "get connected." It's really that's what I'm trying to do. I want to connect more dads to
0: more uh, uh, resources uh, globally. Well, that's um it, very interesting. I mean, I, I follow you a lot. Like I said, I'm involved in most of your groups that you're in, and I see mm-hmm. I see the connection, and then how important it is. Because I didn't realize how big the father community was. Like fatherhood like fathers in community. I always I always thought it was mom blogs, and nothing against mom blogs or anything like that, but. I didn't realize the the how big the dad community is. It's shocking, Joe, isn't it? Um, I, I it's
1: it, it's funny. I, I think I, I I have I have reservations about not the community, but I think you know the the men who are reading and listening to podcasts typically are probably not the ones that you and I want to speak to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I'm I'm I'm, I'm I spent a great deal of time in in prayer and thought about how do we reach the men who wouldn't take the time to go read an article about how to encourage leadership in their kids. And I take the time, I spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, how do we engage the the fathers who have been shut out of their kids' life for whatever reasons? um, Or even the fathers who have chosen to step out of their kids' life. How do we instill that love um, of being exhausted in the morning whenever you get up because your kids, um, you know, kept you up all night long and didn't go to bed. Um, so I—that's for me. I—I I, I don't. I, I haven't certainly cracked that nut yet. Um, but I really hope that you know, as this community continues to grow, we find a way to reach the men who wouldn't be in a Facebook group for fatherhood. Right? They'd be the guys who um, we might meet down at the basketball court or at the, on the golf course who may not have a good relationship with their, with their kids. And, and those are the ones that, as I look at the next few seasons of Get Connect Dad and what I want to do personally and professionally and spiritually, I want to really figure out how we can reach those, um, those men uh, better.
0: Well, the well, well, one question I had then is, um, how does this come about since your relationship with your daughter? Is something, How did this come about? It seemed like um, you helping out other dads in, in their situations, does this have something to do with the past and, and is it something that you helping you out to deal with the situations in the past? Yeah,
1: Joe. So great insightful question. Um, so I think there's, there's two, there's two phases about it. Um, the, the rack, the, the, um, the ability to listen to men and women, uh, men in particular, I guess in this case specifically, um, and the struggles that they've all had to go through, um, with their own kids, right? In different different ways. It's if it's estrangement, a, a if it's a parent a parent alienation, if it's loss of custody, if it's of custody, it's not knowing what to do with them when you've got custody. It's like you know the the dog the dog doesn't know what to do whenever he catches the the the, the car, right? The wheel on the car. Um, so you know how do you equip men who actually get custody now they've got three or four kids? So. Um, so that's part. So being able to listen to that and articulate and hear what they or have them articulate, you know, their pains and struggles, has been very healing for me. Um, because I did lose the last um, seven years of my daughter's life um, in terms of having a meaningful impact in her life, and then uh, God blessed my wife and I with the, the ability to adopt two boys, um, whom. I, of, who I, of course, you know, love, uh, I joke, uh, love as much, if not more than my daughter, because, you know, they're and easier right now. Um, I'm sure it'll all change in the, in the future. But um, I really, I really want to do the second time better and um, uh, the best I can, right? So that's, that really, those two factors kind of drive me to do that. So Definitely a healing. There have been men that I've talked to at one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning because I'm editing something late, who literally, you know, they, I've had guys call up out of the blue, Joe, and pray with me. Which, if you told me two years ago that I'd have a strange, a strange guy from Florida I'd call up at you know one o'clock in the morning and and pray over both of our hearts, I would have told you you're smoking crack.
0: <laughs> and that's uh, that's that's uh, that must be a, a good. Um... Feeling to know that you're reaching out and they're reaching back and asking for help. It must be, it makes um, makes it worthwhile what you're doing.
1: It, it does. Uh, you know, I spend, honestly, three to four hours a night after my, my kids go to bed um, as you and I were joking before we went live that this is the most, uh, most I've ever worked for free in my entire life. Um, and you, you you have a passion too, right? So this is something we do because you want to reach men and families just like I do and you want to make a difference and you want to look back and say what did my footprint what did my legacy look like and this has really certainly become surprisingly a part of the the definition of who Julian Caldwell will be whenever I'm when I pass.
0: I mean I feel the same way about the podcast I want to reach out and one of the things I like to reach out to other dads too and, and and I find interesting people and and trying to connect with them on Facebook and, or, and then get them on the podcast, is sometimes it's just like, I want to learn something, and I want to reach out because I think this person and it might be interesting my audience, So, I, and, and I want to connect. I love connecting with people because, like I said, I told you before, looking at all the states and the countries, I don't care really much about the numbers. I just want to get the little, little box like, hey, I got Iowa this month or this week. I got Massachusetts this week. I, that's, I just want to connect. And that's really what I'm really doing for. And, you know, I, I think... When you're surrounded by men trying to do the right thing, it makes you a better man. I agree. So what is a typical day in Julian's life? What is the typical? You know, everybody has those typical mornings when it comes to dealing with the kids, getting other ready for work, and and what's the biggest yeah. challenges? Um. So I
1: think the biggest challenge is I'm 48 and I've got a five year old and a three year old. I think <laughs> uh, 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 my brother in law, who's uh, 49, he he and my he and my sister just, uh, offered to watch my Kids for the weekend for my wife's and my ten year anniversary this year, and on Sunday, whenever I you know, we came, we showed up to pick him up. He looked at me and says, "I have no idea how you do it." I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I'm exhausted. I'm just exhausted, and I'm sure that I'm I'm I'm, not, I'm preaching to the choir for all of the dads and, and families out there listening." But um, so so for for me, that's one of the biggest challenges, just the, the energy level. Um, uh, the five-year-olds and three-year-olds have um but my, my typical day is up around seven seven thirty depending upon what the day looks like i i work from home whenever i'm not traveling at least that's been the, the, the mantra for the last few years um and then we uh, get between all six thirty and seven really and then uh getting the kids off to school is there's a great comedy act on youtube that i watch where it's talking about getting the kids out of school or, you know up the door and it's truly, you know. Um, uh, what shoes? Get your shoes on. Uh, it's, it feels like I'm asking them to solve peace in the Middle East to get their shoes on. Um, but we, I take the kids to school in the morning and my wife picks them up at night. Um, I, uh, I, I have an office now that I'm going to actually in, in Omaha where I work during the day if I'm not traveling. So I, I take the kids to school um, and then head into the office and then uh, work my day, which is always filled with, you know, the phone calls, conference calls, uh, um, sales meetings, and then Lori busts her heart. She picks them up at night. We do dinner. Um, we spend, of course, two hours uh, in between the time that you know we get home and uh, bedtime is between seven and seven fifteen for them still. Um, and then uh, my wife and I try to have an hour, an hour and a half of. It's either we sit down and look exhausted at each other, or we try to talk. Um, and uh, and then she goes to bed, and I typically work another two to three hours. On the website, on social media, um, You were on every platform except Snapchat. Um, <laughs> and uh, as you know, that's a that could be a full time job. So um, I try to keep up. I don't like. I, I want to make sure that the the connections are authentic, and I respond. I try to respond to every mention and comment. And uh, someone told me, you know, you'll never be able to do that once you've got over ten thousand followers on Twitter. And we just we were at twelve thousand. 100, I think today, and uh, I still try to like and/or comment or reply or, or re- retweet everyone who takes the time to do something kind for me um, and our community. I try to re- uh, re- um, not replicate, uh, reciprocate um, that for them because it's 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 you know it's 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 what makes social media
0: cool and awesome. That's the way. I mean, that's the same way I'd like to. I mean, I'm up to. Over five thousand, almost almost five thousand Twitter followers, and it, it's I'm not. It's just like I like to communicate. I like to find out new people, like what they're doing, and um, and they always, and connect with them. And I, I try to answer as much as I can because I had remember one time I had an automatic response, and somebody called me out on it. And ever since then, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna answer every single one of them. But um, what is since we're talking about what what is your um, biggest win as a dad with your kids? Like, what are the fun thing you like to do? What is the, one of the things you and your boys really enjoy doing together?
1: Well, the biggest win is I convinced my wife to buy a, an RV. So that's the biggest win. Um, the travel, so we, we, um, we were fortunate enough to, uh, um, well, I, I grew up so poor. We would go to these fairs, and they had uh, RV shows, right, at the county fair or the state fair. And we would go into the, these big, long trailers. and I, It was bigger than the house I think we were living in, and my brother and I would say, when we make it, When we've made it, we're going to buy a a trailer, which is kind of ironic and fun. Um, But about two years ago, I I told my wife before we got married, I said, here's one thing. As soon as we're at a point where we can afford it financially, I'd like to purchase a travel trailer or an RV. And she just kind of did the pat on the head. You're so cute, Julie, and you bet. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, And then, you know, we all have had that pat on the head. Um, But uh, about two years ago, we we actually – yeah, two years ago, we were, um, we went, every year she would, she would, uh, she would, uh um, <clears throat> let me go to the uh, uh, RV show, right? The the local RV show. And my boys, who at the time were three and one, um, started, they just, they fell in love with it. Climb into the thing. This is my bad. This is my bad news. You know, so we did, I think we were in like 300 RVs in a day. Wow. Um, yeah, or tra- travel trailers. And then my wife, uh, um, we found one we loved, and uh, I said, well, I told her that it was kind of a five-year plan, and she went back and she said, let's just go buy it. So we bought a travel trailer, um, and uh, then as as she reminded me, every time that I would be having uh, wine with my uh, mother and father-in-law, I'd say, hey, if we ever buy a trailer, I'm going to buy one for you. Um, she says, you know that you, know, you don't have to, but um, we did tell, tell mom and dad that we would buy them one. So we were fortunate enough, we were able to go get a second trailer. Oh, wow. And so we have, we have uh, it's like, it's everywhere we go, they go. So to, it's a long answer to a very simple question. What do you do for fun? What's the big win? Um, we camp every summer. We try to go as many times as we possibly can. Um, the the boys cannot wait to go. Um, it's something we look forward to. And uh, it's it's about getting out. It's about getting outside, which is one of the, Core things that we as a family try to do it's tough to do that in nebraska or in iowa because it's so cold but um in the spring and summertime we're all over it right um so that's that's what we do it's it's the biggest win it was the biggest it was as i joke it's the best investment we've ever made my mother and father-in-law come with us so they get completely uninterrupted time with uh, grandma and grandpa and uh it just it's helped our family become closer and uh, uh more uh slow down some right
0: Exactly. It sounds like it's getting outdoors, especially camping. Uh, me and my family, uh, we've gone a few years to, uh, to uh, well, I live in New Hampshire, but Western Mass, and we and we stayed out there, and I mean, literally, no cell signal. It's like detox for cell phones. Um, there's no cell phone, no internet, you're like, I can't tweet. I can't tweet. <laughs> but it's That's so, it's so um, inspiring, too, in the sense that you get to spend time. You know, I've never seemed to be able to get the fish, the fish hook right or put on... The threaded correctly, but you know what? It doesn't really matter. It's just spending time, quality time with my son. Completely agree. And, Completely agree. Um, one other thing I'd like to talk I'd talk about, I guess, in something that's coming up, and I know that you and, and we talked about before a little bit about an upcoming podcast that you were talking about. I don't know if you want to talk a little about that? Yeah, or? yeah. So
1: um, Mike Farrell, who's the one, of, he's the uh, director for fatherville.com, um, he reached out in uh, Jan- or Feb- December and said, hey, Julian, hey, I, I, I think this would be awesome. I've always wanted to do this. Um, Fatherville.com has wanted to do that, and none of the, the men, men on the board of directors were interested in doing it with him, so he called and reached out to Bean. And we, we of course, wanted – we were very uh, – I'm very ambitious. Mike's very ambitious. He said, we're going to have one out on January 15th. Um, <laughs> But, you know, the, the, the thing that we're trying to do is uh, is we're gonna, we we want to do it right um, and, you know, take the right time to get the right content and the right um, uh, audience. So we've uh, started uh, a Twitter account out there. So we're starting to, to build that. It's called the Deliberate Dad Show. Um, and it's going to be uh, twofold. We're going to talk about um, the Fatherville has an incredible, incredible um, uh, uh, kind of how to be a, a dad of the first year, year and a half um that 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 Mike and some of that of that group wrote and I just love it. And it's kind of you know bare ins, bare essentials you know from diapering to things that you need to be concerned about, things to watch for, etc. Um but just so we're gonna do some of that content as um a way for new fathers to kind of follow along. And then we're gonna do some of the uh um content from the uh get connect ads. So some of the the writings that the parents have uh, shared and that I write about. So we're going to take some of those, uh, kind of like the top ten or top twelve, and, and do those. And then we'll have a story. I like the Father of the Week kind of thing. Um, we'll probably uh, I didn't Father of the Week not We pick somebody at random and say, "Congratulations, you're the Father of the Week." Um, <laughs> but like a like online Father, what's what's you know what's someone doing crazy crazily interesting? Uh, that's not a word, but. Um, that, that we would like to share with the rest of the viewers. So we're right now working on just building out the uh, uh, social media presence, and we'll uh, launch that hopefully here in February. Um, but I'd rather launch it right versus, you know, trying to stumble out there and getting it, you know, uh, uh, messing it up. Um, but I'm excited to work with Mike. Mike's a great guy, uh, loves his kids. He's in a different season. His kids are older like my, my oldest daughter. So it's going to be fun because I'll be um, – uh, I'm the, I'm the old guy with young kids, and he'll be the guy my age saying, oh, I don't have that problem anymore. That's really, oh, I'm sorry I don't have that problem anymore. Um, and then I'm working on another project just trying to, uh, uh, looking a, a couple of partners uh, around some education for, uh, for fathers and delivering that in a method that's easy and bite-sized and consumable, right? So that um, if you're a busy dad, uh, you don't have 45 minutes a day to read 75 blogs about what I should do, mm-hmm. um, and even in many cases, I've, I've, I've you know asked some of the dads, you know, what would you do in, in a day? So I've got about fifteen minutes that I would devote to kind of sharpening my saw, and uh, so I'm trying to figure out how to how to how to encapsulate bite-sized pieces of advice and guidance and leadership um, for fathers that we can deploy here in the next uh, six or seven months, um, and then make those available to as a gift to fathers who would never be on social media, um, but might subscribe to a free text message, you know, once a day that gives them a, a 15 minute things 15 minutes of something to do. So
0: That's a, that sounds like a very interesting, I'm looking forward to listening and, and, and listening to the content. That sounds very, I'm very excited about it actually. Thanks. And um, any final thoughts? We'll wrap it up. Any final thoughts um, in where dads and parents can reach out to you and find you?
1: Yeah, well, thank you. Well, first of all, thanks for taking the time. I know again, it's it's a lot of work to put a, a show together, and I know that um, being in the business with you, I understand how you know, coordinating schedules and taking time away from your family, which is valuable, is always always tough. So, thank you very much. Uh, I, I think the, the best way to find me would be on Twitter. Uh, it's just at GetConnectDad. So it's like getting it's like get connected with a D A D at the end, um, or Instagram, which is GetConnectDad. Or Pinterest, which is Get um, um, or the website, which is GitConnected.com, and, and so those are kind of the four main ways. Um, you're welcome to email me directly if you have a question or a thought. I'm always looking for good ideas, and 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 people are interested in writing. and, and you just email me at Julian Caldwell at gmail.com. So it's J-U-L-I-A-N C-A-L-D-W-E-L-L at gmail.com. Um, always looking for. Uh, thoughts, feedback, uh, especially feedback for the website, things we could do to make it better. Um, it's, a, it's a labor of love, but everyone's baby is pretty, right? So it's important to have uh, someone look and go, my goodness, that kid needs some hair. Um, so I'm okay with that. And then I guess parting, the last advice I would just um, tell you, tell, I mean, ask the dads to think about, you know, doing um, uh, those things that are, they might sound old-timey, but at the end of the day, there are things that really make a lot of sense for kids, and the, the one, the biggest one is you know, make sure that we say "I love you" and hug them um, consistently. And I know that everyone says I do it all the time, but you know, life gets busy, and sometimes we just forget to even um, take that time. The second thing I would say is if you believe in a faith of some type, to make sure you engage your family in that faith and make it a part of your weekly process. And there's something valuable about uh, valuable to me in my life about uh, um, kind of settling up weekly on kind of the, the path forward and kind of putting myself in the right frame of mind about what my responsibilities are as a father um, for my family and a leader for my family. Third thing is devote one hour um, a week specifically to each kid doing something that they want to do. And it's best if you kind of break it up over the week. So 15 minutes a day. It sounds doesn't sound like a lot of time, but for a child, statistically, and I mean, just from a from an experience perspective, I and mean, even there's some research that just 15 minutes, letting your child play Legos and you playing with him or her, um, gives them a great sense of connection and um, and uh, belonging into the family. So, taking 15 minutes, if you've got four kids, that's you know, it's, it's an hour a day, but that would go a long way to continuing building that relationship through kids, reading to your kids, and then taking a walk. Um, of getting outside so those are the kind of we have, we have called our five habits so live your faith devote an hour to each kid read a story take a walk and get outside and then say I love you and hug your kids so those are the five things I'd like to li- leave your, your listeners with is you know, just think about those those are I, those are not they should be no brainers right they should be simple straightforward things but you'd be surprised
0: how many people don't really do them I mean it's a. it sounds like you left a good impression on you um in a sense and it sounds like a lot of them. when you talked about in the beginning of the podcast about the running and going to yeah. run, and it sounds like um he left a good impression and left a good example?
1: Uh, well, it's very kind Joe. I, I do I, I um i've got I've had lots of men in my life as role models and uh, but my dad was definitely one that um, his sacrifices for our child, for my brothers and sisters and what he did is certainly an example that um, uh, I want to live for, leave, leave and live for my kids.
0: Oh, thank you very much, Julian, for being on the podcast today, and I really do appreciate it.
1: Joe, you're awesome. I appreciate what you do, man. Thank you. Good night.
0: Good night. Well, that's all for this episode. I want to thank you for joining me on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast. And also, I want to thank my guest, Julian Codwell, for being a guest on the podcast. You can find more about Julian over at GetConnectedDad.com. You can also find all the social links to get in touch with Julian at Get dot com slash community. You can find the show notes for the podcast over at No Sitting dot com. Please comment on the podcast. All comments help improve the show. Please keep it constructive because we learn together. I learn to bring you better content. You can find my email also at No Sitting on the Dot com slash contacts. You'll find all my social media links, email, Twitter, Facebook, or if you want to leave a message on the speed right in the right-hand corner, I'll leave a message. Until next time, have fun, get involved with your children, give them a hug, tell them you love them, because just a few minutes a day really makes a difference. Until next time, God bless, take care, see ya.